This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks that I give away every Monday is Kim Dust. She's in the entertainment industry and is currently working a full-time day job and doing her side hustle on the side. Kim, congrats. For you guys' chance to win 100 bucks every Monday, simply subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to officially enter. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 after you've subscribed. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, and every morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, you'll hear from Chris Malio. He breaks down the art of a profitable book launch with his book, Born for This. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning, good morning. Our guest today is none other than Ezra Firestone. He's a partner in Boom by Cindy Joseph and is the founder and CEO of Smart marketer.com, an information hub for entrepreneurs that I know many of you guys are already studying from. As we head, as a, really as a civilization, into the We Are Family Manhattan, an all-volunteer, uh, no-cost-of-administration nonprofit organization, Ezra organizes the redistribution of surplus goods and food to those in need. Again, he's heading that as well. Ezra, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, man. Happy to be here. I, I've never been introduced as none other than Ezra well, Firestone. Well, it's got to be none. I mean, there's none, no one else's name Ezra freaking <laughs> Firestone. I mean, come on. <laughs> so you are up in New York. We were just talking beforehand about how I'm very warm in Texas and you're very cold in New York, but the business is pretty hot. Tell us about Smart Marketer. So I actually want to talk about Boom because Boom's Great. doing about one and a half million dollars a month right now. Smart Marketer does well. It's a multi-seven-figure business. I've got other seven-figure e-commerce businesses, but Boom has really taken off in the last eight months. And, um, you know, fundamentally, what we sell at Boom is actually an idea, a philosophy, a viewpoint. I mean, yeah, we have skincare, we have cosmetics, but ultimately, that's not what we're selling people. We're selling them the view women that they are not losing value as they age and every other product in the market is selling women that they are losing value as they age and they need to stop you know anti-age anti-wrinkle and our philosophy is pro-age and so you know that's kind of the the differentiator with our product line okay so, so that was a lot and i can't wait to dig in so yeah let's focus on boom well first off what's the website people are going to want to reverse engineer kind of what you're doing Sure. It's boombycindyjoseph.com. Okay. Boombycindyjoseph.com. And folks, again, we'll put that in the show notes. Okay. You can just go to my website, Nathan Latka, search for episode 207 here with Ezra. Okay. So Ezra, why don't you tell us first, we, nobody knows who Cindy Joseph is, unless folks obviously are in that world. Tell us who she is and how you met up. Sure. Cindy Joseph is a um, makeup artist turned supermodel. She became a model when she was in her 50s because advertisers were starting to realize that the baby boomer generation had all the discretionary income and they needed to put people who looked like them in ads. And um, I grew up on in an alternative lifestyle experiment, sort of a hippie commune, if you will. And, you know, she would come take courses at my house. And when I was like 17, 18, we became friends. I decided to move to New York. I asked her if I could move in with her. She said yes. So when I was 18, I moved to New York and I was playing poker for a living and learning about online marketing. And I had the idea that, you know, 
I'd like to do an e-commerce business. And I said, Hey, you know, we should start a, a product line. And it just kind of, you know, we would have all these conversations because she was a 50 year old woman. I was an 18 year old guy about ageism, <laughs> what it's like to be a guy in society, what it's like to be a woman in society and sort of out of that came this company. I would, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. So I'm, I'm on the website right now. Help us understand. Let's talk about December 2015. Best selling item. Which one was it? Sure. It's our boomstick trio. And what's interesting is people come for the cosmetics. And, you know, we don't send people directly to that website. We use a, a pre-sale sales funnel. So we spend about fifteen dollars to $20,000 a day on advertising, mm -hmm. 90% on Facebook. But we also use Instagram, Pinterest, and Google. And we've been using the same sales funnel in pretty much all of our businesses for the better part of a decade now. And essentially what that is, it's gotten popular within our community, is we drive traffic to a piece of content that engages a prospect in a conversation. Conversation, so an article-based pre-sale page. And then that piece of content sort of alludes to a solution, which is our offer. And then they click through and they check out our sales offer. And we have other things happening, like when they land on that article, we have, you know, uh, we're putting them on a retargeting list. We have exit intent offers popping up. But fundamentally, you know, that's the game. We engage people with content and then we make them offers, which, you know, is what you do in your software business, right? You like have a case study, which is a piece of content about you know, that's valuable to a business owner. And then they click through and they see your software. Mm -hmm. So do you have a link, do you have a link off the top of your head that folks can go to, to see an example of that kind of content landing page? I could tell you the URL and you can put it in the thing. It's Perfect. The, the, the main uh, landing page that we're sending people to is boom by forward slash pages forward slash five dash makeup dash tips dash four dash older dash women i'll send you a link it's kind of great. long great so people land there you're articulating a story or a piece of content i imagine your philosophy your philosophy is really built into that article as well well people then click the link to the solution what happens after that you know, in our case, they land on a straight up category page for an e-commerce store. So we don't send them to a long form sales page. We don't send them to a webinar opt in. It's just a category page on an e-commerce store. They then look at our products. They decide which one they want to view. They go to the product detail page. From there, they move through the funnel. But I also use this in my information-based business where I'll do a pre-sell article about how I'm using Pinterest ads to make money and that pre-sell article will lead to a webinar opt-in. And I use this in my software as a service business where I'll do an article about how this software is working so well and then it will lead to a long-form sales page about the software itself. So the same sort of funnel um, works no matter what product you're selling. So I am on this, you know, five makeup tips for older women. I'm clearly the target demographic here. Uh, I see <laughs> the call to act, you know, there's great content. And then it says beauty makeup artist and model Cindy Joseph says less is more as women age. And this is a hyperlink. Her new line on hyperlink is a super multitasker. And when I click her new line, like you said, it takes me to a little e-commerce page. And you're doing something interesting here. You've actually got videos right next to the product and then a pink add to cart button. I'm sure you A-B tested kind of video versus non-video. What, well, what was know, the lift? We've been testing like mad people. And what we found was that, you know, different people prefer to consume content in different formats. Some people want to see a hero shot of the product. Some people want to read a little blurb and some people want to watch a video. And we used to think you have to put all of the products above the fold because no one will scroll. And... Uh, we looked at our heat maps and basically nobody knew where to click on this page. I'd love to give you a copy of the heat map of before this page and after the page. Let's do it. Yeah. Now. Because when we put these videos in the middle and we made the page much longer, what we found was that we had a 13% lift in conversion rate, but also 
all of the clicks concentrated on the video. So people knew what to do on the page rather than before they didn't know where to click. So it was more about, you know, what do we want people to do? We want them to, you know, we want to get FaceTime with them. We want to mm-hmm. build some intimacy. And the best way to do that, we think, is through video. So you're spending, 20, you said 25 grand per day on this funnel. Is that right? 15 to 20 grand. 15 to 20 grand a day. Okay, so call it half a million, maybe up to 600,000 bucks a month. And you're cranking, yeah. you said 1.5 monthly in well, top Between 1.4 and 1.8. And okay. our margin on that, you know, is 25 something percent, 25 ish percent. Okay. So walk me through average, like order size. I see boomstick colors, 27 bucks Are people buying one product, many. So our initial average order value is about $77 okay. and we're buying conversions on average, um, across all of our marketplaces at around 45 to 50. So that first front end conversion is basically essentially break even. But what we have are um, post-purchase engagement sequences, automation sequences that cross-sell people other products that they haven't yet purchased. So it's essentially we dynamically tag them based on what they have purchased and put them on email sequences to cross-sell them other products uh, that they haven't yet purchased. And, and on the back end, we use things like long-form video events or webinars to sell physical products. And we also um, – there's something I wanted to say that I just lost my train of thought. So – that's okay. Well, well, here's, so here's my question oh, to I you. Remember. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, what we, we also have uh, a consumable product. So we end up with about 15 to 20% of customers who will recur naturally with a little bit of marketing. So over what uh, period of time, how long does it take to use within, a stick? Within 60 days, okay. we will see a second customer. And if we don't see a second, we, if we don't see them return within 60 days, we have a win back sequence because we know based on our cohorts that basically if they don't buy again within 60 days, we've lost them. So at that mm. point we put them on a discount ladder or, you know, we start to be more aggressive in our marketing. And so well, let's talk about life since, since this is different than a SaaS business in that it's not like a monthly recurring definite fee. You have to work for more sales, but you have created some predictability in the funnel. What is the lifetime value of a customer? I know day one, it sounds like it's 77 bucks, but over say 60 or 120 days, what's lifetime value? Well, you know, it's tough for us to determine since we've only been pushing this, this kind of volume for about you know, a little less than a year. We were doing a couple million bucks a year, but we weren't doing this kind of volume. And so you know, if you look at our history, it's about $120, but with the, um, with the amount of products that we're introducing into our product line, uh, I think that, you know, we'll be able to raise that up. Okay, great. So 120 bucks. So let's talk about like mechanics of all this. People are, you know, top tribes listening right now going, this sounds very sophisticated. There's funnels, there's this much spend on ads on Facebook, how's he taking creatives in and out. Let's talk about that for a second. So where are you getting, it sounds like you're getting customer acquisition costs of 45 to 50 bucks using, you said 90% of Facebook ads. How are you like picking targeting groups and what software do you use to make that spend efficient? So we actually do it all manually. I've been buying um, ads online for about a decade now, started with Google AdWords, and I have a team of people who work with me who are my employees, um, and I've got a couple folks in the ads department. And the truth of the matter is, I was talking to my Facebook rep about this, that actually, um, you know, bigger target groups at this kind of scale work better. So an ad set where you're spending $1,000 a day on one targeting is going to work better than 25 ad sets where you're spending $15 a day. But the interesting thing 
about buying traffic online is it's actually not that difficult and it works wide to narrow. That's the only thing you have to remember is that it's wide to narrow. You test 25 different targeting groups. You test a bunch of different devices. You know, what we're finding is that iPad placement works really well right now. Right mm -hmm. column on Facebook is terrible for us across all our markets. Uh, Android has come back to be a good placement. So you test a bunch of stuff, you see what works, and then you follow the scent. And I actually just wrote a 5,000 um, word case study on this funnel where I broke down not only the actual ad side and who we're targeting and what the ad creative is and what's on the landing pages and how the exit intent works and what pre-purchase email sequences we have and all this stuff. And it's going to be published on the, I think it's going to be published on the digital marketer blog. Oh, great. Great. Um, so I could link to that and that would actually answer all the questions about the sales funnel itself in great detail. But, but the thing about it is like you are wherever you are. So I've been building a team for the last decade. I've been building these businesses. And so I have one that is doing really, really well. But like, it doesn't matter where you are. You just have to, um, you know, move forward from, from there. No, it makes perfect sense. Uh, walk or tell us what ultimately the goal is with this thing. You have your hands in multiple different business lines. For this one, is it to scale and sell it or what? Well, that was initially the bit, the, the model until we, until it, um, started doing as well as it did. And now the profit is really great. And it's also sort of a permaculture business model in that I have an information marketing business where I sell digital information products and experiences and coaching and masterminds. And so essentially, um, these e-commerce businesses, they don't make a lot of profit, right? Like all the money goes back into advertising and more product. And like a lot of it is wrapped up in the actual asset itself. The asset is worth something if I were to sell it, but it, the cash flow is not as great as say an information marketing business where you're making a, a lot more 90 profit. margins. Like yeah. for example, let's take 2014, right? 2014 boom did about $3 million and it had maybe five, 600,000 in profit. Smart Marketer did 2.3 million in that same year with like a million in profit. So, uh, but Smart Marketer has no value. That beyond was 2014 or 2015? 2014. Okay. Has no value beyond um, uh, initial sale. Yeah. It's like, it's not, you can't sell Smart Marketer. It's based on my personality. And so what these e-commerce businesses act as are sort of, um, they, they, they fuel the information business because they give me things to document and things to share. And so I kind of like the little volley that's going and it kind of, so what I'm hearing you say is, uh, boom allows you to create more valuable pieces of digital teaching content. Cause it is a live example that you can say, look, I just did it in boom, follow these steps and you can do it too. Totally. And it also gives me an opportunity to build SaaS applications, right? So like, well, we'll boom, will fund the development of software that works on the Shopify platform that I can then use for my own business and share with my subscribers. Yep. And, yep. But I think we'll sell it at some point. Yeah, very, very smart. Okay, Ezra, this has been great so far. People are going to want to follow you. You're just your wealth of energy. Before we get to my favorite part of the show, where can people connect to you personally online? Smartmarketer.com. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win 100 bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703 431 2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter 703 431 2709. 
Okay, Top Tribe, many of you have asked me, how do I get my site going so fast and so cheaply? Well, I use HostGator. Specifically, they've got 4,500 templates. They've got a free e-commerce plugin. And quite frankly, I blow the heck out of their support. 24-7 support, which I love. It's ideal for WordPress. Okay, they've got a free website builder, all right? Now, I've worked out a great deal for you guys that you can grab right now and jump in at hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Smartmarketer.com. <laughs> All right, Ezra. Do you know what time it is? I, I, you know, I was I was supposed to do my homework and listen to some shows. Come on, I, Ezra. It's time, it's time. I will tell you. Hold on. I will tell you. All right. I think you're a fantastic content marketer. I've been like now subscribing to you somehow. I'm in your feed and like you're produ- you're um, producing really evocative, like catchy content. Like, for example, you made a post the other day and I th- I bookmarked it because I have to go back and read this thing. It was about a book you were reading. And I don't know. I think you're doing a great job. Well, hey, dude, I appreciate that. And that's a great, great way to to deter the fact that you didn't do your homework. Just, dude, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Hey, thank you for the compliment, though. I appreciate it. Okay, Ezra, it's time for the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? I read a book recently um, called Extreme Revenue Growth by Victor Chang, How to Go from 1 Million to 25 Million. And it was really really good. It was a a quick read, but it's basically everything that you need to know from a higher level about running a direct response business. He's a software as a service guy, but I mean, it's, it's gold. It's just such a good book. What was it called again? It's called Extreme Revenue Growth by a guy called Victor Chang. Okay, great. Extreme Revenue Growth by Victor Chang. We will stick that, stick that in the show notes as well. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO, uh, Ezra, that you're following or studying right now? I've been on um, Danielle Moreal. I think that's how you say your name's Twitter profile. It's just at Danielle Moreal. And she's the co-founder of Mattermark, which is like a machine intelligence kind of thing. And she's got a, um, a good Twitter feed. Okay. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? Yes. Google Keep. What Google Keep is, is it's uh, essentially a task tracking system. It's a list. And uh, we've tried a million different task management systems and ultimately... Everyone on my team of like 30 was just using like a, a, a text edit bullet list. And I was like, all right, we just, why don't we just use a bullet list software for task <laughs> management? So Google keeps been really helpful. Very cool. Okay. Number four, as you're building again, all these kind of different empires, as are you getting eight hours of sleep every night? I am. And you know, the thing that I think that people miss is that it's not about how much you work. It's about what you produce. And I think this mentality of like hustle and grind and work 15 hours a day is extremely misguided and missing the entire point of why we are entrepreneurs in the first place. Totally agree. Totally agree. Freedom, right? Productivity. Last question, Ezra, how old are you now? Right now I'm 29. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I'm married without kids. Okay. So here's the question. Take us back nine years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? You know, I thought about this one. I think it's a great question. And I think what it comes down to is I would like to have, well, I'm happy with where I am by the way, but I think that I would tell myself to have less attention on myself and to be interested in other people rather than trying to be interesting to other people. And that sort of fundamental shift in um, how I be in the world has really been, uh, has changed my life. Well, the energy that was kind of exuding off of you last time I met uh, you and actually we were crossing paths. I could just tell you were centered, you were focused, you were at peace. Uh, that's why I wanted to have you on the show. And I believe that was at Entreport's conference. So That was, yeah, that was cool. 
So, hey, I enjoyed the heck out of this top tribe. There you have it, Mr. Ezra Firestone, 29 years old. He's got several multi-million dollar businesses. The recent one, Boom, by Cindy Joseph, doing one-point-ish five million per month. Go check it out. Ezra, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks, man. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. If you guys enjoyed Ezra today, you'll love Scott Hansberry from yesterday. He created a company that lets you bet on poker players and make money if they win. 